Peace and blessings, beloved. It's your sister Aisha Abdurrahman, host of Manifest Your Brilliance, a legacy design studio project featuring contemporary women and artists of color from around the globe that are fully showing up and sharing their gifts and talents with the world. It is Monday, June 14th, 2021. Welcome to Manifest Your Brilliance. On today's episode, I sit with digital artist Ronald Fields Sr. We talk about his journey as an artist as well as his thoughts on Black art. We also talk about his innovative process called ethnofractalism. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us your name and how you started on your journey as an artist. Okay, my name is Ronald Field Sr. Uh, my art journey started in uh, 1977 in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Uh, I enrolled in a an interior design course. And the first class that I took was a color course. That color course inspired me so much that it changed my idea or my view of interior design and, and caused me to want to go into fine arts. Okay. So I that's what I did. I started focusing on painting. And in 1981, I moved to Winter Haven, Florida. Uh, and I enrolled in a community college there and started taking fine arts courses. And after that, in 2005, I began to exhibit uh, with groups of artists and, and solo exhibits all over Central Florida. So I'm having uh, a little trouble hearing you. I think you're coming up your microphone. Do you have somewhere you can just um, sit your phone up against something? Let me try this. Okay. Turn off this. Or your headphones. That way we can hear you nice and clearly. You hear me? Can you hear me now? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, so go ahead and continue. So you're in Florida. You're taking this, this class. Yeah, I went to a, a community college and I enrolled in a fine arts course. Um, and uh, began to exhibit my work in 2005 with a group of artists and, and solo artists, uh, solo exhibitions, uh, until about 2013. 2013, I became bored with painting because it, it, uh, it didn't allow me to increase my level of complexity to the, the degree that I wanted to uh, to be uh, wanted it to be, so um, I uh, I learned about Photoshop and ethnofractalism. Uh, I, I'm sorry, uh, uh, ultrafractal mm -hmm. and. Between 2013 and 2017, I began to experiment with those two programs. And, and in 2017, because I wanted to create a new art language that was edgy and uh, would appeal to African Americans and direct us to our roots, uh, 2017, I achieved that goal of creating that language 
and I named it Ethnofractalism. And um, a lot of my art that I put up on Instagram is Ethnofractalism. Uh, and it's labeled as Ethnofractalism. So tell me a little bit about how Afrofuturism inspires you. So that's how I found you. And your work is very edgy, it's very different, and I was very fascinated um, when I found you. I was like, oh my gosh, this is like, in my mind, what I envisioned futuristic art would look like. But I always see, you know, paintings or, you know, very um, kind of traditional digital prints. So what didn't go far enough with the technology. So when I found your work, I was like, oh my gosh, this is what I imagined it would be like. So how does Afrofuturism play a role? Does it like, do you visualize this art as you create it or is it intuitive? It's intuitive. Uh, it speaks to my heart. Uh, and, and that's how I develop it. Uh, and when I use uh, ultrafractal, mm -hmm. I can see things in the images that I create on ultrafractal and then I take those images into Photoshop and further, you know, manipulate them, color, put African patterns on them that I create. And the ultra fractal has the, the vivid colors that I like. Uh, and uh, it's a mathematical software. So it's very, it's very complex. And, and what it can do. So I mix the Photoshop images of the patterns that I create with the ultra fractal patterns that it creates. And I came up with a new language uh, and it's, it's ethnofractalism, which is a ethnic type of art. You could call it, you could call it futuristic if you like, but I call it ethnofractalism. So, and you said that you like to inspire people and help us to reconnect to our roots. So have you traveled to Africa at all? Well, I'm, I'm in the process. I've taken my Afri uh, African ancestry uh, test. Uh -huh. I'm waiting for those results. Exciting. Whatever those results come back as, then I'll plan my trip around those results. But I definitely would like to go to Ghana and Nigeria right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, I hope, hopefully, I can go by October. Okay, very exciting. How long ago did you send in your lab? It's been almost three months now. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. So maybe reach out to them. Um, there's a lady by the name of Gina Page, and you can reach out to her or, you know, reach out to them on Instagram. Mine didn't take, I don't think mine took that long, maybe two months. But yeah, it's very exciting to see those results and to um, to use those results. I feel like it gives you this confidence um, and kind of like the missing puzzle pieces that that we've lost that we didn't have before. So I'm right, very, right. super duper excited for you. Um, so what do people say when they see your work? How does it does it? Um, do you get the response of how, what, like, what your intention is that's helping them reconnect? Do people get this, like, wow feeling? Do they share that I with get, you? 
I, I do get a lot of uh, uh, compliments like that. This is amazing. This is beautiful. Uh, and, and I do get a lot of good compliments on the artwork. Yes, I do. From, from all races of people and from all around the world. Yes. Yeah, because I've never really seen anything like your work. So once you've created your work, if someone wants to purchase your artwork, how, how is it displayed because it is digital? Is it available in a print? Like what is the, um, the, the final product look like? Okay, the final product is like a painting, just like an artist painting. It's printed on a, on a canvas that's museum grade canvas and it can be printed any size. Uh, it's 57 inches tall. It's the, the maximum height, but as long as you want it. So, um, or as small as you want. And then it can be printed on other materials as well, like cloth and, uh, and um, dishes and whatever. That's, yes. that's interesting. That's really amazing. A lot of artists, they just have their originals and they have print, but they don't think to take their artwork to the to you know to other mediums. So I spoke with a young lady the other day and she's used her art on t-shirts and things like that. But for some reason a lot of visual artists they don't think to use their artwork in that way. And it really makes um, I feel like it makes it very user friendly. Like if I want to have your artwork but I want it to be functional, not just something, you know, that just sits around, but something that I can touch and use on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. really amazing. So um, let me look at my questions that I have. Um, so obviously you're very familiar with technology and you're comfortable with technology. Um, did you see a transition or any change that you experienced with your artwork during COVID? Uh, no, I was already into this digital thing way before COVID hit. So. So I had no complications with COVID as far as my artwork is concerned. Mm -hmm. that, that's amazing. What would you say to artists that are a little hesitant to use technology in their artwork? I would say the sooner the better. Get involved, learn the programs. You will be glad you did. It's much more complicated uh, artwork, but it's very fulfilling what you can create with it. Mm -hmm. and, and, and you can use all kinds of things and all kinds of images, photographs. Uh, you take your pictures of whatever, flowers, water, animals, and you can add those into your, into your image that you want to create. And you can manipulate those images that you add into uh, the, uh, your, your image. So it's very easy to manipulate the art and it's easy to undo mistakes like painting. You'd have to paint over stuff and wipe it out or, you know, start over. But in digital art, you can undo with a couple button presses, you know, and start all over again. You can manipulate the image so much easier and then you can, and um, it's just, super super cool <laughs> i imagine so because i feel like with the type of art that you're creating there's so much more than you can do you're not limited to you know just paint and 
you know, you can you can do almost anything really. That's that seems to be what, what technology is allowing creatives to do is to really um, expand the possibilities. And, and and now you can do it in 3D because there are 3D printers. You can print your images in 3D and, and make jewelry and uh, other things. Uh, you know, put it on purses and it's unlimited what you can do with it. That's amazing. So, yeah, I love it. So what are you, so you currently have your artwork featured in Legacy Design Studio, which I'm very honored to have your work there. I'm very excited to be showcasing all of the talented artists. Your pieces are some of my favorites, um, and our exhibit starts tomorrow. Um, explain to people what they will see when they visit the gallery. Like, explain a little bit about the work that we're that we're seeing. Okay, they're going to see some ethnofractalism uh, art there, and they're also going to see what I'm currently working on, which is uh, African art. Um, themes from Benin, um, which is bron the bronzes from Benin. They'll see some of those bronzes uh, and include it in my artwork. And it's just saying, look at your African culture and be proud of your African culture. These people have advanced. They were the first in the world to do many, many things. So love that culture, accept it, and, 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 and bring it into your life to change your, who you are because you're not who you think you are. <laughs> you are from the African continent. Whether we were born there or not, we have that blood in us. So we are African as well. Right. So. That's amazing. So what do you think when people say, oh, I'm not, I'm not African, I wasn't born there. You know, I'm black. I don't. I don't identify with it. How would you motivate them or encourage them to look deeper or to consider, you know, looking and to accept that part of them? Because I've had I have family members that are like that. Like, oh no, I'm American. I'm black. I'm, they don't know anything with, about Africa. We're very disconnected from it. Right. That's because there's so many negative images about Africa. Uh, that we, we didn't want to become a part of. Yeah. But Africa has cha is changing and is growing and it's becoming the future, the future of, of the world. And, uh, and, and the people that don't want to accept that and accept their culture, they're going to be left behind and one day they'll wake up and say, oh my God, I missed the bus. You know, so I can, I can, I can compare it to a, a little rhyme like I used to hear when I was a boy about Chicken Little. He thought he was a, 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 a chicken, but he found out that he was a chicken hawk. Yeah. He was, he was much more than a chicken. So, uh, this is this is the this is what I'm trying to get people to understand. Um, I'm 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 on that journey to 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 accept this uh, culture and to bring it into my life and to improve my life and to pattern my life around the African culture. And I think it would be beneficial to many African Americans to do that, and it would give you pride uh, because. <laughs> 
you can see, look at Africa and see how it's growing. And, uh, and, and you can become a part of that and be proud of it. Yeah. And the art and, and, and on the history, you can be proud of the history of, of Africans. So right. it's, it's a beautiful culture. So, as you mentioned, you started this way back in 1977. So Correct. that's the year that I was born. <laughs> so <laughs> what have you seen, I would say, from your own personal experience, um, the journey as far as art um, from Black people? Like, have you seen um, any trends or things that have continued or any changes? What do you think... Um, as being a black man in America, how have, you know, how, what has been your experience with art? Well, from African-American art, uh, uh, my experience has been that they portray church uh, and, 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 and the bad things that happen to us in our culture, uh, the slavery, uh, the things that uh, I would rather not focus on. I, I'm a Muslim, and 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 uh, I don't believe in a lot of the the religious art that they pro 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 produce because it's imagery of God in art. I don't I don't I don't connect with that. Right. Um, so a lot of the African American art which they're good artists and I'm not knocking them in any way, mm -hmm. uh, except I wish they would expand their focus mm -hmm. and, and, and look to their, their history mm -hmm. and include their history in their artwork. Okay. Uh, I, think, I think it would benefit a lot of African-American artists. Mm -hmm. There's so many good ones here in America. Yeah. So, so um, would you say that a lot of the quote unquote black art, uh, we had some conversations before is like, what is black art? Is it black art because I'm black? Would you say that quote unquote black art seems to have um, a similar pattern or it kind of looks the same or has the same um, imagery to it? It's, it's very similar, <clears throat> very similar. I don't see many, many subject matters uh, um, that are different. You know, it's either religion, children going to school, children playing, uh, racism, police brutality. Those types of things to me are not representative of who we are. It's representative of what we've been through but not who we are and who we can be and who we can become if we just dig into our culture, uh, our African culture, and, and, and let that guide us a little bit more uh, and grow us, our spirits a little more. We can uh, become stronger people. And enslaved, uh, slavery will not, it will lose its effect on us. We will grow into different beings and start becoming different people yes. more. Yeah. So yeah. of course we're in the month of June. We're going to be celebrating uh, Juneteenth very soon. 
what would you say um, freedom means to you, freedom and independence um, to you as a creative, as um, a black man in the United States or a black man of African descent? What does, what does freedom mean to you? Freedom, freedom means the having the ability to develop who you are, be free enough to develop whatever is in your mind, in your heart, you have the freedom to develop that. And once you develop that, you can have, if you have the independence, you can make it work for you. And, and, and uh, that's what it means to me, Be, being free of yourself and uh, being able to do what's inside of you and make that a reality. That's what freedom means to me, other than being, not being in jail or <laughs> on a plantation. So, yeah, okay. And do you find um, that sense of freedom when you are creating your art? Do you feel um, that, that, that free, that, a bit of that freedom is flowing in the creation of your artwork itself? Yes, my soul, my, my heart is free to explore whatever I'm feeling or whatever I'm experiencing inside. And uh, I'm able to develop it and, and grow it and, and, and um, improve it. That's freedom to me, you know. I'm, I'm not limited in that way. So it's a benefit, yeah, having freedom. And obviously that's changed from you going from traditional art to using technology and things in, in your artwork. Mm -hmm. Yes, because painting, painting, usually we try to emulate the European painters or their style. Yeah. We, ha we have a style of our own that is beautiful. Mm -hmm. And this is what we should focus on, uh, adopting, that, adopting that style and, and, and bring it into our everyday lives today as a, as a race of people and see the beauty of that uh, manifest itself in our societies, in our clothes, in our artwork. Uh, that's what it means to me. So how long does it take creating your digital pieces? So traditionally, you know, you have regular artwork where you're painting, does it take longer to do them or is it a shorter amount of time or is it just, is it the same? It can be the same, but usually it takes two weeks to, to a month to complete a piece. I'm working on one now called The Ancestors Are Watching. Uh, that has been taken, well, I've been busy with other things too, but that has taken me two months to get to the level on it that I am now but I hope to be uploading that very soon, uh, uh, which is another way to say, look at your, your roots. The ancestors are watching you. They want you to succeed. They love you. They want you to succeed. So think about it. <laughs> <laughs> and so my, my final question that I have is, how can people find your work? How do they find your work? How do they purchase your work. So Legacy Design Studio is a nonprofit. We are not in the business of selling artwork, but we can help you to connect with amazing artists like Ronald. 
So um, how can people find you and um, learn more about you and purchase your artwork if they want? Well, I have a website and they can find me at racreations.com. They can look at, explore that website and if they see something they want to purchase, they can purchase through that website. It will be printed for them, packaged and shipped to their address. And I checked out your website because I'm trying to decide which piece I want. So when you guys go on there, if you find something you like, you can customize and pick um, what size image you want. You can customize and figure out, you know, measure your house and figure out where you want to put it and measure it and customize that specific piece. Um, Ronald's artwork is also being featured on our flyer. So all the Juneteenth Festival marketing advertisement that you see, that is his artwork that is on our flyers. So I was very very excited um to interview you um and share what you're doing because it's it's amazing and i don't see anyone else out there doing anything like it so i hope that um it inspires and encourages other people to you know not to be afraid of technology and you know it, when things like covid happen you know we have to lean on technology a little bit more and get out of our comfort zone but people like you mm -hmm. are they're already ready they're already doing it so Yes. Well, thank you, uh, Aisha. I, I appreciate your, your, your promotion, promoting me on this show. And I, I think a lot of you, I, I, I like what you're doing. I follow you on Facebook, uh, not Facebook, but Instagram and YouTube. And you're a very active person. I don't know how you do all that you do. I try. But, I, <laughs> but I'm inspired by you, and I want you to keep up your creativity, and I wish you all the best. Oh, thank you so much. All right, guys, that's it for today's episode of Manifest Your Brilliance. Ronald, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. All righty, bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Manifest Your Brilliance. Don't forget to head over to Instagram and follow us at Legacy Design Studio. Hit the notification bell so that you can be notified when we go live and be a part of our live studio audience. Did you know that you can chime in via Anchor FM and leave your comment or question via audio? Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast player so that you never miss an episode. Life is good. Have a blessed day.